2: Well, hello, guys. Hello, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, and uh, obviously a day of considerable mystery and considerable tragedy. Uh, my thoughts are with everybody who works for the Buffalo Sewer Authority. Uh, This is a terrible day for you people, obviously, and you probably have more questions uh, than the rest of us do because we're talking about uh, three of your colleagues, uh, one of whom is dead, and uh, this is uh, a situation where uh, even at uh, some of the higher levels, uh, there are a lot more questions than answers as far as what actually happened at around 11.20 in the morning. Uh, one of the questions is, uh, did the shots originate from outside? And I've been told by several people that, uh, well, I, I just I want to source this uh, a little bit better. I want to source this a little bit better. But uh, I, I, I do, I do have some information, but I'm going to hold back on this until I get some additional information coming in. But. Uh, this, uh, this, this sounds very trite and very meaningless when we talk about the loss of a human life of a uh, city worker uh, who is apparently a sewer authority employee. Uh, but this is not an accident investigation. This is not uh, a situation where you've got simply an accident investigation, which, of course, uh, the more serious the accident, the longer the investigation is going to take. This is a crime scene. Uh, we're talking about the, the 190. This is a crime scene. And I and this is just a personal opinion based on past experiences. Uh, crime scene investigations, especially when you currently have more questions than answers, do take a while. Now, we have a lot of people who use that particular road to access the stadium, in particular um, people who may be coming in from certain entrances from Canada who want to come watch a Buffalo Bills game, and uh, I don't know, nobody seems to know when exactly this is going to be uh, taken over. Now, the... uh, uh, jurisdiction, the uh, authority over the investigation, the primary authority over it is going to be with the New York State Police. And in this case, it uh, happened on the thruway. So this will be the T troop uh, in, in, in western New York. And uh, we have a news conference that has been scheduled for 4 o'clock. And I know uh, a lot of people are frustrated with the idea that uh, how come we don't have more information about what happened. And I think the reason is, at this point, uh, there is a great deal of uh, confusion at some of the uh, Uh, law enforcement levels as to exactly what happened. Was this a situation that took place inside the vehicle? Was it a situation on the outside of the vehicle of somebody shooting into the vehicle? And uh, from what um, I'm being told, uh, uh, I, I, uh, wow, I, you know what? I I just, I, I can't really, I can't really go into too many details right now. Uh, But the, the the, the big question is, obviously, was it outside, was it inside, and is there somebody on the loose with a gun? And of course, all of this comes hours after the shootings in Maine. And I am not one to speculate, but I will tell you that my own personal thought after hearing about this story for the first time was I wonder if that lunatic from Maine somehow got all the way to western New York and uh, is going to start some random shooting spree uh, up and down the interstates of uh, the Northeast. Now that is only a personal thought that I had and it has absolutely nothing to do with any of the information that I've been able to uh, dig up um, on this particular story. but. Uh, we do know that one is dead. We do know that uh, the sewer authority workers are in a state of deep shock uh, over what has taken place to their own. And if you've ever lost anybody at your workplace, in particular in circumstances of violence or circumstances of accidental death, you know what a tremendous pall and a tremendous grief that casts over the entire workplace. Uh, This is a very traumatic day for the Buffalo Sewer Authority, whether the shots originated from inside eh, or whether they originated from outside. Uh, The other question, of course, is um, the video cameras and the recordings that people have uh, in law enforcement Uh, do they have any additional information? And if they have any additional information that they can release to the public without jeopardizing an ongoing investigation, I think we we should not have to wait until 4 o'clock to get the information that the police and the authorities believe they have so far. We understand that this is a very fluid and very fast-moving situation with many, many uncertainties to it, but clearly, I would think there is enough information to tell to to inform the public as to whether there is a continuing uh, clear and present danger to uh, uh, to the uh, uh, to the citizenry. Uh, or whether this is some kind of an isolated incident. Is this a road rage incident? Uh, David Bellavia talked about the photos of the shell casings, uh, the the markers, the placards that go up uh, on shell casings, which apparently, reportedly, are outside the vehicle. And if they're outside the vehicle, it would seem to me that that would indicate, in most circumstances, that the shooting came from outside the vehicle. Um, I've been told by multiple people that uh, the Sewer Authority people had just finished a job and were on their way somewhere else when the shooting took place at the Buffalo Sewer Authority truck. So we are awaiting additional information and additional details. Uh, But again, uh, I've I've talked to a, a bunch of people. And uh, I I do have some additional stuff, but I think it would be imprudent for me to tell you what I think I know right now until uh, I can at least source it out with uh, someone official. uh, that uh, that I know uh, personally if I knew the person uh, personally right now I'm dealing with uh, a lot of hearsay and a lot of well here's what I heard and I don't know that I'd be responsible if I if I went ahead but um, looking at uh, listening to David Bellavia's description of the scene and Brayton Wilson's description of the scene, um, it would appear that if the shell, uh... casing placards are outside the vehicle well you can draw your own conclusions as to what might have happened then let's just presume for a moment and again this is only presumption this is only speculation uh, let's just presume that the uh, shots were fired from outside the vehicle, inside the vehicle. Then the question becomes, is this an isolated case of a horrible road rage situation, or is this something else? Was this in some way targeted at one of the individuals or more of the individuals inside the truck? Uh, was it a, uh, somebody who is uh, off his rocker? Uh, we don't know right now. But personally, I would think at this point, because the shootings took place at about 11.20 this morning, uh, it would seem to me that uh, there ought to be some information officially released as to exactly uh, what is going on uh, in terms of uh, where the origin of the shots happened to be. And uh, if the shell casing uh, markers are up close to the vehicle, uh, that would preclude, I would think, uh, the uh, possibility that we're talking about some sniper uh, who was off the roadway. Uh, the information that I have would indicate that uh, wherever this shooting uh, originated was on the roadway. And again, my deepest sympathies to the workers of the Buffalo Sewer Authority Um, I certainly have worked in an environment where we had an on-the-job fatality, and it is an extremely stressful, extremely traumatic, and extremely uh, distressful situation, a tragic situation uh, that is unfolding now. Uh, The question that I think most of us most want to know is – what in the hell happened? Was it? And if it was a shooting from outside the vehicle, do we have anything like a description of the vehicle that may have been involved? Uh, and is this something, I mean, it's, it's, let's put it this way. It's about three hours after the shooting right now. So the vehicle involved, if it was so inclined, if the driver was so inclined, could be pretty much to Cleveland by now. And are there risks up and down the throughway? And that is a question to which I do not have the answer, despite my best efforts uh, to obtain the information before airtime uh, as I went on the air. I don't know uh, how many people are listening who may have been eyewitnesses. Uh, If you were an eyewitness to this situation, um, I think that uh, as much as I would like to speak with you about what you saw, what you personally observed, uh, if you have not yet called the New York State Police, um please call the New York State Police first and add your good information to the situation. Many of you have video cameras in your cars. You've got dash cams uh, that would have recorded the shooting uh, if, in fact, uh, you were in the vicinity when the shooting took place. That would be very helpful to uh, investigators. I mean, I only know what I've been told off the record, and, frankly, I've taken a vow of silence to uh, not get into any details on this uh, at this point, and I have to honor that. I have to respect that. Uh, so anything that I'm saying right now is just coming from uh, inside of, uh, of of my head and just based on the information that is available to the uh, general public. But I, I do uh, really seriously call upon the New York State Police not to wait another 90 minutes to tell the public whether, in fact, uh, there is... Um, Number one, evidence that the shooting did, in fact, come from another vehicle uh, outside of the sewer authority truck. If so, what did the vehicle look like? If so, uh, using the cameras that are set up all up and down the throughway, do we have any indication of the direction of travel of any vehicle in which a shooter may be located? And is there any indication of how far that vehicle may have traveled? Remember, we've got the uh, automatic tolling system here in New York State. So if the cameras were able to capture a license plate, uh, we should know... Uh, if the car ever made it to a toll road, where the car may have exited the thruway, uh, or whether the car is still in transit—I say car—it might have been an SUV, it might have been a vehicle, might have been a truck. I have no idea at this point uh, about what we are uh, about what we are speaking, but uh, I do respectfully call upon the lead investigative agency, the New York State Police to at least tell people, number one, was it a shooting from outside? Number two, is there reason for anybody else on the highways um, within three hours of Buffalo and Western New York to be on the lookout or to be extra cautious around said vehicle? Uh, Do we have somebody who is armed and dangerous? And uh, another question that I have is if you have found shell casings now, one of, the, one of the issues with the shell casings is going to be if cars or trucks went by any crime scene when the shell casings were in the road, are the shell casings uh, anywhere close to where they would have been ejected from any semi-automatic weapon? And by the way, semi-automatic is not a machine gun. Uh, We've gone over that before. There's a big difference between automatic and semi-automatic. How disturbed, how dispersed were the shell casings by any traffic that might have traveled over those shell casings? Furthermore, uh, what caliber were the shell casings? Are they consistent with a handgun? Are they consistent with the kind of firearm that was used in Maine? Uh, That is, uh, at this point, that is a concern of mine. Is are we dealing with uh, look, when when you I, I i have no information on this, okay? I i have no inside information, I have no inside track on this whatsoever. But is there a possibility that the madman from Maine has somehow uh made his way to the uh uh to the west? Uh, it's not that far a drive from Maine, I've made it quite a few times. Um, And I, right now, have a lot more questions than I do answers. And uh, uh, Tanner Saunders back at the radio station, I know Brayton Wilson is getting ready for his next report uh, coming up, um, I presume, during the news at 230 and i don't know if he's had a chance to speak with any law enforcement people at the scene of this shooting but uh, some of these questions uh, i think the uh, the people the public our people who are listening would appreciate the answers uh, to those uh, to those questions what caliber were Uh, the casings. And is there any reason to believe that this is uh, anything but a local situation? Is there any reason to believe this is a road rage situation? Can you go back? Of course they can. Can the authorities go back and look at the Uh, roadway prior to the shooting site and see scenes of any indication of road rage. Did the sewer authority truck cut somebody off in traffic? Uh, Did somebody feel as though they were cut off in traffic and react, obviously, in a very murderous, uh, criminal and inappropriate way? 803-0930 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone, and one eight hundred six one six I mean, unfortunately, um, we are just very, very limited in terms of uh, official information uh, that we have uh, uh, been able to obtain from the uh, from the usual sources. I don't know how I mean the the number of people who were uh, who would have been on the uh, one ninety at the time of the shooting in the vicinity of the shooting would have been uh, very, very limited, but i I wonder how many people are actually listening who were witnesses to the shooting who can legitimately add anything uh, to this particular story. And again, if you can, any call to me or to this radio station should be secondary to any call you would make to the New York State Police. Uh, and when, if you decide to call 911, ask to be patched through to the Thruway uh, T-Troop State Police, uh, which would be located um, off of the 90 by the 33 exit. Uh, it's a very it's a relatively small building. Uh, they do have a conference room there, which I presume is going to be where the news conference is going to be held at four o'clock. but I really do call on the law enforcement people to tell us what are known facts at this time. Regarding the origin of the shots and regarding the caliber of the shell casings, which have been uh, recovered, how many shell casings have been uh, observed and marked. And again, the situation now is a crime scene. And I, I, I would doubt at this point, if people arrive at Bills games very, very early, I would suspect at this point you may be beginning to see traffic building up on alternative routes that people would be taking to get themselves to the stadium for their pregame uh, festivities, their tailgating, etc. Uh, that is going to be a traffic issue. Uh, you will see an increase of traffic on other roads that people can take, in particular from Canada uh, or the North Towns, for that matter, to get to the stadium for tonight's game. Um, and I'm looking at uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at my cell phone right now, and uh, some of the people who usually would uh, be all over me with uh, definitive information have been uh, mute uh, to this point. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, one 800 wben We need to uh, take a break here on WBEN. We will be back. And again, I, I regret that I'm unable to share more definitive information with you. I have heard things, but I'm under a vow of silence and I don't burn sources. So it's just kind of as, as simple as that. I'm looking for people to uh, go on the record or people I personally know who say, this is what I've definitively heard. Stay with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. all right, uh, welcome loves it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN and uh, the Buffalo News is uh, reporting uh, what I had heard before going on the air but uh, had taken a vow of silence the uh, truck uh, was fired upon by a vehicle outside of the sewer authority truck and it is being described as a sedan. Now, did the sedan have New York plates? Were they out-of-state plates? I do not know. Uh, As far as the caliber of shells, I do not know. Uh, let's go live right now on News Radio 930 WBEN to our Brayton Wilson, who has been on this story from the beginning. Uh, Brayton, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I know that you're very busy, and we're all awaiting the news conference from the uh, T Troop of the New York State Police, uh, the barracks uh, off of the Thruway, the 33 exit. And uh, we are now finding out uh, from additional sources that the shots did, in fact, come from outside of the truck. Somebody shot at that Buffalo Sewer Authority truck. Uh, does that, uh, is, is that uh, consistent with the information you were able to get at the scene?
0: Yeah, I mean, it certainly looks like from the vantage point that I had and some of the photos that we were able to obtain that um, that certainly seemed like the case, that there were shots fired at the, the truck from outside of the truck. It didn't appear that any of those shots came from the inside of that truck. And it's um, just an unfortunate situation where um, this unfolded the way it did. But from what I could see, even even after all the, the state police vehicles had moved, it looked as though that there were multiple bullet holes that were extending from the driver's side door of the vehicle all the way um, back which, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it started from the back toward the driver's side, but um, it extends from the driver's side door, the front door, uh, all the way to uh, the gas cap of the
2: truck. Uh, were you able, I mean, can, can you give us um, a, a, the approximate number of bullet holes that you actually saw, which I guess it, it, as far as the driver's side, I think we can safely refer to as entrance holes?
0: I'd say that there were probably close to 10 bullet holes that they saw. And and not only that, but um, behind where the truck had parked and ended up, there were additional investigators there that um, were able to kind of put little markers down on the highway where they were able to find um, bullet casings as well.
2: Well, close to 10 would indicate a high-capacity magazine uh, that was being used. Um, We're not talking about a six-shot revolver or something like that, which uh, certainly adds to the uh, confusion. Were you able to get any information? uh, You saw personally the placards that had been set up in the roadway to mark where the shell casings were eventually found uh, by the time the police arrived at the scene and were able to seal off the crime scene?
0: Um, I'm not sure about the the exact timing of when they were able to find them, but when we had arrived at the scene, um, obviously there was a heavy police, uh, ambulatory, and um, State Department of Transportation presence around the truck itself. Um, And then eventually, as things started to unfold a little bit more, we looked back and we could see that they had placed little markers down in the middle of the highway. I mean, there were multiple markers in the middle of the highway indicating that, uh, that they had found at least casings of those uh, bullets that were fired from uh, that gun that was on the highway. Uh,
2: and then, of course, the question arises, uh, if, if, oh, let me, before I get into that, uh, can you confirm what has been reported elsewhere that the suspect vehicle is a white sedan?
0: Uh, I cannot confirm anything of, of that matter. There is nothing that I was told on the scene. That's something that we'll probably get briefed on maybe uh, during the 4 o'clock press conference with uh, New York State Police.
2: I mean, one one would have to wonder if the shots were fired from the driver's side of the vehicle, the passenger side, or whether the driver opened up the window and uh, uh, was able to lean over and uh, open fire on the truck. And you say that you counted roughly ten entrance holes into the Buffalo Sewer Authority truck.
0: Yeah, I would say up to ten at the very
2: least. I mean, we were—I we, mean, another
0: photographer. We were looking at some of the still shots that they were able to capture in it. And it certainly by our
2: count, we counted
0: at, at the very least, uh, nine, but probably, I mean, up to 10, I would say at the very least,
2: uh, up to 10 at the very least. Um, One of uh, the concerns uh, that I have uh, is that uh, the shooting that took place in Maine last night, was there any discussion among law enforcement personnel at the scene that uh, that maniac may have made his way to western New York and uh, maybe, well, by now could be in Cleveland?
0: No, uh, we were not informed of any sort of activity relating to anything that had taken place last night in Maine. Um essentially the media members we had gathered up on the little grassy knoll that was um closer to the I one ninety northbound uh that was beyond that fenced point. And we were all kind of huddled there. We were getting just uh email updates from New York State Police. Um but there were no officials that were up there with us giving us any sort of live updates.
2: All right, we are uh, on News Radio nine thirty WBEN covering a tragic story Uh, My understanding from uh, city workers is that the mayor is either at or is very close to the headquarters of the Buffalo Sewer Authority, where workers, uh, as you might imagine, are extremely distraught over what has happened. One of their own is dead. And uh, Brayton, just to uh, confirm uh, some of the Some of the uh, potential facts of which we've heard so far: Uh, two injured, one fatality. Uh, We, I, uh, personally, myself, I haven't uh, gotten
0: any sort of firm, concrete answer to that. the The knowledge that I last knew was one dead, one injured. But I did hear about the uh, the report that there was an additional injured body that was as a result of this shooting.
2: Now, I'm also getting information from multiple sources that uh, this particular Sewer Authority truck was just returning from a job at a location not terribly far away from where the shooting took place. Can you confirm that?
0: Uh, I don't know exactly the details about that or anything of that matter. All I can tell you is that this truck was traveling southbound uh, on the I-190 heading towards downtown below uh, and of course the the one sewer plant is um, off of Porter Avenue there right off the exit there on the uh, 190 south as um, as you're getting off you turn right and you go down in that way it's very close to where the Centennial park is being developed as we speak right now but um, I can't I can't confirm or deny anything in terms of just um, the, the whereabouts of what that driver or the victim or whatever was doing
2: Uh, Brayton, I I know David Bellavia spoke with you about this earlier, but uh, the truck itself, it did not appear to you as though the truck uh, veered off the road and crashed into the side guardrail, but that the truck made an orderly and controlled exit from the roadway uh, and did not appear to have been uh, crashed into the guardrail. Is that correct?
0: Not that I could see, no. It certainly looked like that the whoever it was that was able to get the vehicle to a stop along the the shoulder of the the highway was able to do so without having to crash it into the guardrail. It seemed like um, officials were able to move behind uh, the vehicle in the in the little space that would be there, um, you know, had it not been right up against the guardrail. So it seemed like they were able to get it parked on the shoulder without. Um, crashing it into anything or anyone.
2: Uh, Which, uh, in in a situation like this, uh, you look for blessings where you can find them, and this uh, certainly would be one of those situations, because a sewer authority truck uh, going basically haywire (laughs) on uh, the 190 could cause additional collateral damage to a lot of motorists, and we've certainly seen our share of tragedies uh, on that stretch of roadways many years ago, involving uh, a series of uh, steel coil truck incidents uh, of them actually uh which took place relatively close uh to to one another um were you able to speak personally with any of the individuals who were doing the investigation
0: no no again we were we were far enough away where we weren't able to to be anywhere close to where uh any sort of um, law enforcement agency officials were
2: um we will uh, continue staying on top of this story on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, we do have additional uh, confirmation, Brayton, that three people were shot, and as of right now, one fatality. Uh, the injured taken to uh, ECMC. Uh, we understand that uh, the mayor is now. Uh, making the rounds to the appropriate locations uh, regarding this um, situation. And the uh, one of the things that I think uh, a, a lot of people have great concerns about is uh, is is the general public at danger. And I know you talked with David about the posture of the state troopers who have the jurisdictional authority over this. Uh, they were not in any kind of a defensive posture like the, the videos from Maine last night. You could see that the law enforcement people in Maine were absolutely in combat stances. Uh, even when they were investigating automobiles that were parked near the scene, they did so right. with a great over, a well, a, a great abundance of uh, proper caution. And you did not see that there when you were on location.
0: No, it, it didn't seem like
2: that any of the uh, law enforcement agencies, mostly the New York State troopers, didn't look like any of them
0: were um, on, on alert or at attention in terms of uh, being wary of any sort of active threat on the scene. Um, certainly, again, it's an unfortunate situation where you know we have we had a, a drive-by shooting like this, but um, at the time that they were investigating, it didn't appear that anybody was um, concerned about it being an active shooter situation or anything of that matter.
2: Well, I mean, one of the uh, one of the questions here is uh, uh, one of, one of the questions. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm I'm being. Uh, Uh, being uh, uh, deluged here with information which is good information and uh, one of the uh, facts that has come in from somebody who is known personally to me who would have access to this information the rounds at the scene uh, appear to be handgun rounds Uh, not AR rounds but handgun rounds at the scene uh, that have been found and uh Whether that's, uh, I mean, there's very little good news that's going to come out of this story. It's all going to be tragic. Um, One of the things that I I think people are also interested in is uh, the uh, traffic situation for tonight's Buffalo Bills game. In that this is now a crime scene, in that there is considerable mystery and confusion as to exactly what happened. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that this may remain a crime scene well into this evening.
0: Yeah, they didn't. There wasn't. I don't think there's been any updates at all in terms of when the I-190 southbound will open up at all. As you mentioned, um, certainly though, they they still seem like they were um, investigating, especially more so um, where they were finding the bullet casings of uh, of the shots that were fired. Um, they had seemed to move from the truck a little ways down the road back a little bit to where they found those casings. Trying to, I, I, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not very well versed in being an investigator or anything of that matter, but it certainly seemed like the attention was more so down there at the time uh, moments ago. Uh, And they had, you know, taking care of the investigation down at the truck and investigating that matter. And again, it'll be interesting to see if they do open things up once again and are able to allow for uh, traffic to get through there, especially, as you mentioned, the Thursday night game tonight, um, yeah, it's going to make things interesting because if that's not the case, if they can't open up the 190 and that's still an investigation, it might cause some traffic issues for people that think, okay, I'm going to get down to the stadium, you know, at this time. And then next thing you know, you have to sneak through Buffalo or go an alternative route, and it
2: just could cause a mess. I suspect that that is going to be the case because with a crime scene investigation, basically, you only have one chance to get it right, and that's why right. the you know the, the road trooper is not going to be doing this investigation. They're going to be calling in the detectives and the crime scene people, and they only have one chance to get it right, and because they only have one chance to get it right, and this took place at 11.20 in the morning, and I think back to the tragedy of the uh, Tops shooting, and that was an active crime scene, even though the suspect was in custody for several days. That store did not reopen for quite some time. Or it was uh, that that scene? I, I should say that scene was a crime scene for quite some time before the work could be done to try to renovate uh, that uh, that particular store. Um, the I'm, I'm interested. You you saw the placards um, marking the shell casings, correct? Yes, I mean obviously from the distance we were at, I couldn't count exactly how many there were, but I, I was able to pick them out, yeah. Well, are you able to tell us uh, roughly the dispersal of them? Were they very, very close together? Were they 100 feet apart? Could you tell?
0: Um, you know, it would seem to be in one
2: centralized
0: location. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a good stretch of the highway that they were kind of spread out in, but uh, they seemed to be in a, a close ordered sort of stretch, and you know, you, I think you may mention that it's it, from your sources that um, the rounds appear to come from a bullet of a handgun, which um, judging by how they were spread out and, and everything like that it certainly makes sense.
2: Uh, Brayton is there anything that I have not asked you specifically that uh, you can tell us you've given us all day uh, since this story began and you arrived on the scene a lot of great information uh, and I'm just interested as to the uh, 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 the idea that there, you might have some information that I've not personally uh, asked you no,
0: it, it seems like you've been able to update me even a little bit uh, as, as we- been going on with this interview, just because, you know, obviously there, there's only so much that you can pick and gather from while you're doing live hits or uh, you're live tweeting and everything like that. So uh, nothing more that I can say other than just the fact that we'll carry uh, the New York State Troopers uh, update live on WBEN when that begins at 4 o'clock, so we'll probably get more details then. Um, Not sure exactly who's going to be on hand, but I'm sure we're going to hear from New York State Police and um, perhaps maybe the city of Buffalo as well, but we'll keep you updated live and local.
2: I'm sure uh, the major of the uh, state police is going to be, in all likelihood, leading that news conference. Uh, Obviously, uh, Mayor Byron Brown will be there, uh, and uh, obviously other people who have information to share. Uh, Brayton, drive safely on your way. uh, When you arrive at uh, the T Troop location, the thruway troop of the New York State Police, uh feel free to get in touch with us especially if you're able to pick up any scuttlebutt that is uh what you would consider and deem in your professional opinion to be reliable information because right now we're kind of flying uh by instrument uh information yeah. is very very tight which which tells me the, the the fact that information is so tight tells me that right now even the law enforcement people have a lot of questions as to exactly what went on and as we've discussed before on this show hey you you know what, it's great that you've got all of the surveillance cameras that are set up along the throughway, but the more data you have from surveillance cameras, paradoxically, sometimes the harder it becomes because you've got to try to pick out one car from thousands of vehicles and try to trace its, uh, its route of travel and uh, establish where exactly uh, it it may be and offer the uh, public a description. All we've got now is apparently a white sedan, and I'm being told by someone I would consider to be a reliable source that the rounds appear to be uh, handgun rounds as opposed to AR rounds, and you say that they were clustered together uh, in a relatively short distance, which would indicate uh, uh, to me uh, either a lot of rapid firing or possibly a slow rate of speed. Um, and, uh, there might very well be other possibilities, but uh, thank you, Brayton, and we will uh, obviously be in touch with you uh, regularly here on WBEN. Thank you so much. Brayton Wilson on News Radio 930 WBEN. And again, um, uh, the crime scene situation is one where. Uh, The officers and the detectives and the crime scene people are told, look, you only have one chance to get this right. And in a situation like this, the crime scene investigation is going to be of paramount importance in terms of prosecuting whomever is involved in this particular situation. Uh, And if it came from a passenger in the vehicle that shot up the Buffalo Sewer Authority truck, uh, the driver also faces uh, culpability in this. Um, You it's just it's a situation where if you have two people in the car and one did the shooting and the other was doing the driving, and another issue is, was this something that somehow was premeditated? Was there some kind of an altercation at the job site from which the sewer authority truck was heading? Was this a road rage situation where possibly somebody might have believed that the sewer authority truck was going too slow or cut them off? Um, It is, uh, again, uh, many, many uh, mysteries and enigmas taking place right now on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, If I'm missing anything, uh, please feel free uh, to call. And if you are in the area, the first call you should make should be to the New York State Police T-Troop in, I believe, Chicktawaga would be the location of that. Uh, But you may call the show. I'd like to know as much information as possible um for, on news radio 930 WBEN and i think the most important information is is there a continuing danger to the public the uh, stance of the troopers on the scene would indicate that they did not believe that there was a threat at that scene but might there be a threat down the road and again by this uh, by this point that truck could well be the, the the suspect vehicle could well be in downtown cleveland it could be approaching and very close to pittsburgh um, just, you, you know, you know how you drive, and uh, it, obviously, uh, this is a great mystery. We're about an hour away from a news conference from the New York State Police. Hey, it is Bowerly, and it is that time of year when we start turning our looks inward, and those outside projects.